are Guys in Short Sports Los Angeles, and we have a boatload to talk about. The NBA regular season starts this week, and we have everything you need to know about your 2016-17 Lakers team. We'll also talk Clippers for the five of you that care. The Rams were in London not winning over any European fans. The Raiders continue to not look like the Raiders and win. I'm sure Ben will want to rub that in our faces. <laughs> Is there an echo in here? Yeah, right? <laughs> we have updates for you on both UCLA and the Kings. And it was a heartbreaking week for all you Dodger fans. We'll discuss what happened there. The good news is, if you thought the Dodgers were LA's only chance for a championship in 2016, you are sorely misinformed. Your LA Galaxy start their postseason campaign this week. LA Galaxy. <laughs> we'll find out how bipolar soccer correspondent the Portuguese <laughs> Hammer feels about their chances. That is a hell of a show right there, guys. A lot. A, that is a boatload. Yeah. That is a boatload. <laughs> it is. I am Jeff Wilson, and that is Victor Costello. The magic is gone. Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. It's good to see you, though. And there <laughs> next to him is Darren Besa. Hashtag Fire Fisher. Oh, <laughs> nice. nice. Ooh, it's On board. Starting. On board. And to my left is Eric, the Portuguese hammer Vieira. Mornings are for coffee and contemplation. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Wow, getting deep. Deep. That's from Stranger Things. I just finished that. Oh, oh good stuff. How freaking good is oh, that? So oh, that was that, good. We'll have to save that for after the show. And <laughs> joining us live via satellite from Canada. Why the heck would anyone wow. want to go up there? Ben Garcia. Whoop-de-whoop. There he is. <laughs> How's Canada, my friend? It's uh, beautiful out here, man. The maple syrup is great. And oh, uh, the city maple syrup is just is not good. I'll tell you what, being in Canada is what it's a boot. <laughs> and we're off topic. Oh, I love what? it. Didn't take All long. right. All right. Uh, you guys are a little too happy, and I want to bring down the mood in the room. <laughs> Let's start the show on a sad note that said no one ever. That's not a good idea. The Dodgers. <laughs> Postseason dreams, hopes were crushed by the Cubs. Vic, what the hell happened? They got beat by a better team. Yeah. That's what it boils down to. I mean, you know, uh, the Cubs' magic was greater than the Dodgers' <laughs> magic this year. I have that in my notes, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, and it's the truth. You know, it's the truth. They they ran into a buzzsaw that you know, and I I, I have to place part uh, part of the blame on this on Bill Plaschke. He wrote a, an article in the LA Times after Game Three, saying that how did this team, how did this Cubs team win 103 games? You know, da da da, just going off on them, which I'm sure they put up on their. <laughs> somewhere oh, right i'm oh, sure they it. were showing them like you know everybody's yeah. counting you out da, 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 da. and fired uh up. yeah fired them up and as, ever since you know that game three win uh the dodgers kind of fell apart and couldn't hit a ball and couldn't do anything right after that so yeah, uh. yeah we talked about the magic all season long and how this team was something special until it wasn't and it just it just seemed like it just w <laughs> went away the turning point to me was adrian gonzalez is out at home plate yeah me I too felt like yeah. that call that to turned Something the whole series. Yeah, that turned the series that killed their momentum, killed their mojo. I think momentum is a real thing. And I think when that happened, that just deflated the Dodgers and put them out of their headspace that they were already in. And that changed the series from that point forward. Yeah. No. I, I think I think the Cubs actually did something that um, basically they exposed the Dodgers. And the Dodgers are only one deep when it comes to their uh, starting pitching, and they're one deep in their bullpen. And I know that Vic disagrees with that statement, but <laughs> uh, the but stats disagree with you on that. <laughs> Not just well, me. In the playoffs, I didn't trust anybody out of the bullpen, and I didn't trust anybody coming out as a starter that wasn't named Clayton Kershaw. And unfortunately, what I think happened 
was we we played uh, Kershaw what three times on three days rest, and yeah. then we had him in between one time actually close out a game. So he was just flat out tired. So when he actually started game six, you know, his velocity was there, but his, his location wasn't. And that's usually the first sign of somebody who's tired. And so I think that uh, that was what is it was exposed. And we missed uh, Grinky. We missed having oh, uh, Hinjin Ryu. We, we, we missed having miss reliable Brett starters. <laughs> I, don't, I don't miss Brett Tomko, no. For those who don't know, that's Ben's favorite picture <laughs> of all time. And by favorite, I mean most loathed. <laughs> yeah, yeah he's I, terrible. And I think Ben brings up a good point. I think there was a, a lot of Kershaw hate out there, and I think it's kind of unfair to call that a Kershaw choke job because of the fatigue and everything everything oh, that really? happened. Uh, there was an unlucky drop by Tolls, and that was kind of Yeah, dude, changed, the Dodgers all things. around fell apart. Yeah. I mean, there was errors everywhere. Yeah, I just don't um, like seeing people say that, oh, Kershaw well, no, we, again. Well, they can't score yeah. a run for him whenever yeah. he pitches anyway, yeah, so screw no everybody run. else. Like, yeah. the Dodgers just don't score when in the playoffs when he pitches, so he could, he, you know, he could have pitched a no-hit ball into the eighth and given up one home run, and he still loses. No I mean, it doesn't support. matter. Yeah. And uh, to go to to talk go to back to Ben's par- uh, point, uh, there was the top three bullpens in the National League were the Washington Nationals, Chicago Cubs, and the Los Angeles Dodgers. And the Dodgers ran into two of those teams at the beginning. And but Vic, who, did, who did you feel that, like when 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 push came to shove and you needed to get an out? Who did you trust to give the ball to in the sixth and seventh inning? Baez and, and Blanton. Blanton had an amazing run in, in, against the, the Washington Capitals where he had, I think it was six or seven innings of shutout ball. I mean, it's not like they pitched Dude, horrible. So you just said the Washington Capitals. Yeah, that, I mean, well, the Washington Nationals. Yeah, but he, <laughs> it's, it's not. It's, yeah, but he, he played against the hockey team also. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were they were they were swinging with sticks. So yeah, I kind of understand that. I thought Ben was the one in Look. Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Look, here's the thing: the Cubs threw every lefty they had at the Dodgers. The Dodgers cannot hit left-handed pitchers, and that's what it boiled down to. They just literally everybody that came out of the bullpen was a left-handed pitcher. They had the best, one of the best bullpens in in the league. So, and and like I said, the the Cubs just outplayed them, and that's that's what it boils down to. There's, there's nothing else to say except for the Cubs deserve to go to the next round. And are, Araldus Chapman throwing 900 miles per hour. Yeah, that's just not too. fair. <laughs> oh, that's just not gosh. fair. That's, that's inhuman. Yeah. <laughs> so what do we want to see happen in the offseason before uh, before 2017? I would like for them to re-sign Rich, Rich Hill, but I don't think that's going to happen. From what I was reading, he wants to go to the East Coast for his twilight years. I guess that's where he's from. Um, I want to get him some bats that can hit some left-handed pitching. That's been consistent their consistent bats. Yeah. yeah, consistent bats, especially against left-handed pitching. That's been their heel throughout the entire year. And I, and I don't think you need to make too many other changes. Health. We want health. Oh yeah. Well yeah. <laughs> Please. There you go. To the health gods. That would be great. Yeah. Because uh, I mean, that, you know, this team shouldn't have been where they were at in the first place. They should not have been there. So uh, I don't think you have to make too many changes. I'm not. I'm not too worried. The future looks bright with their young guys that they have, and uh, let's roll with Seeger and Peterson and and uh, Urias is going to be an amazing pitcher. And they still have what's his name coming out uh, from from the minor leagues, uh, Jose De Leon, and we're fine. I, I don't think there's too many major changes you have to make. Yeah, and I just want to mention 2016 has been the year of. The Cinderella story. We had Leicester City with the EPL. We had the oh, Cavs yeah. and LeBron finally breaking it. Portugal winning the Euros. So, oh, so, wow. <laughs> all that just to bring that up. Oh, my right. gosh. So right. maybe, maybe, maybe this is the Maybe this is the But I'm saying maybe this is the Cubs. It's the nice. Cubs' turn to, to win one. That's yeah. where I was going with that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But Portugal still won the Euro. 
Who are you, who are you guys pulling for in the uh, World Series? I'm pulling for the Cubs because they're National League. Yeah. I, I would normally go American League, but I'm I'm pulling for the Cubs. I'm totally pulling for the Cubs. Yeah. Cleveland won the NBA championship. But they don't need another championship. They should just be done. They're only the only city that yeah. should have multiple championships in multiple uh, pro teams is LA. Nobody Absolutely. else. Absolutely, <laughs> completely agree. Well, I'm for the Cubs too, but you know, Cleveland won it. Um, what if the Indians take it? But yet they have the worst football team. Oh, that's they true. Do. <laughs> there you go. And a, oh. and a racially insensitive mascot. That's, <laughs> yes. That's why I'm rooting yes. for the Cubs. <laughs> like, go Cubs. All right. Well, before we wrap up the Dodgers season completely, we do have a voicemail that we need to play. Oh, Our no. good friend Cliff Hart called in. And, uh, well, let's just take a listen. Hi, this message is for Guys in Shorts, LA. Uh, this is Clifton Hart just <laughs> calling you back after just a wonderful series watching the uh, Los Angeles Dodgers go up two games to one, give you guys a lot of hope, (laughs) and then just have it come crashing down before (laughs) two loss to the Chicago Cubs. You would know. That makes ten straight playoff appearances without a trip to the World Series. (laughs) Since 1988, you guys have suffered, and it just makes me so happy. (laughs) It was fitting that Yasiel Pui hit into a double play to end their season. He's terrible. You guys should have just left him in the minor leagues to rot. Nobody would even trade for him. You should have taken that as a sign. Six <laughs> players on your team that I counted hit less than, uh, batting average less than Albert Pujol. Including Turner, Gonzalez, Peterson, Grandall, even Ethier, your old man savior. Couldn't even beat Pujols with batting average. <laughs> I just want to say congratulations to the four-time division champs. I really hope you guys suffer throughout the whole offseason. And it's nice to know that you ended up in the same place as the San Francisco Giants, not world champions. Nice. Have a wonderful offseason. Thank you. Well, you know, even when he's ha- even when he's happy, he still sounds like he's upset. <laughs> no. You know what? I I, oh. I I respect that because you got to respect because when the, the Giants went out, we were just as happy to see them lose. So yeah. that's what a good rivalry is. is <laughs> Absolutely, it, that's all fair play. Well done, Cliff. Thank you, Cliffy. Thanks for calling, buddy. <laughs> Well, moving on to the Rams. Uh, oh, my God. There's, <laughs> there's that noise. Traveled all the way to London to lose their third straight game. They lost 10-17 to 17 to the New York Giants, and their record is now 3-4, and four, and they are in third place behind Seattle and Arizona. Classic Fisher ball right there. Es- escalated <laughs> so Derek, quickly. How are you feeling about 4-12 and 12 this season, homie? <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I still don't say the Rams are a 4-12 and 12 team. However, I don't feel that they are a 12 and 4 team. So, uh I, I'm you gonna, don't think they're going to win out? <laughs> no, no I don't. No I don't. Uh the way it looks, I'm I'm thinking they're going to be more of a a 7 and 9 team. I I'm not as confident as I was a few weeks ago. Case Keenum uh was uninspiring. I could I guess you could say well, with, in with the, four interceptions, a, yeah. yeah. Those are be. words. Yes. He, he had one great <laughs> quarter and then three Awful quarters. Yeah. Well, you need to have four great quarters in order to have a good game. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and if you to... want to hear what Darren has to say on that, you will you can tune into the Ram Show. But I want to get the temperature on Vic and Hammer. What do you guys think about this whole Case Keenum golf? Who mess. should we start in week nine? I I think at this point you need to go to golf. But from everything that I'm reading, they're saying golf's not ready. When draft time rolled around, I kind of talked myself into golf 
because I'm a Pac-12 homer and a USC guy. I was going to go for the guy who, from the conference. But he, when you look back at his college her, career, he never really won anything major in his in his college career. Um, during hard knocks, he looked absolutely dumb as dog shit. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> wow, that, yeah. that's dumb. Yeah. So I just, I don't know that he has the the mental capacity to be a QB because I think it's a hugely mental game more than it is physical when you're at that level. So if he hasn't started by now and they don't want to start him given how poorly they've played in this these last three games, that doesn't give me that's not a good sign if if, if sign they're not ready to put him in given the circumstances that he was a number one, they gave up all these picks. And if he were any good, I feel like he should be starting. Vic, I say don't start him. Really? What, yeah. What's the point right now? I understand uh, that. What's the point yeah. in case too? Yeah, what's the point in case? We talked about the Rams don't have the offensive line to protect him, okay? And uh, it, it, this is you're now in a point where the season is pretty much lost. You're, you're not going to the Super Bowl. Um, wait off until the last two or three games of the season. Like, what's the point of putting him in right now? If he starts doing bad, you mess up with his, you know, mess with his uh, um, his me- mentality, his mojo. his mojo, and everything. There's no reason to put him in right now. Um, Carson Wentz. Everybody's talking about Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, but. If you, if you look at his quarterback ratings, he's 28th or 27th in the league as far as quarterbacks go. He's not tearing up the league, but he has players behind him. But it, you know helps, what I mean? It, but he's also getting the reps because I see what you're saying as putting Goff in is not right, going to have to make the playoffs. But we have a lot of time. We have – it's not like the he's a kid. And obviously if he's not – if they're saying that he's not ready for, for – okay, let's say you put him out there. And the, and they keep telling you, dude, he's not ready. He's not ready. But they feel the pressure from the fans. Like, okay, we're gonna put him out there. And he just does horrible. I mean, just horrible. Then the fans turn on him. The media turns on him. Turn on and the he's only a kid. Yeah. Uh-huh. Why would you even? Why? Why would you want to do that? How, I don't right understand. Now, how, how is he gonna learn the system right now? He's sitting on the bench. He's is he gonna really sit and learn behind Case? Uh, Aaron Rodgers did pretty good. Behind Brett Favre. Yeah, Yeah, behind Brett Favre. If you believe the rumors, he could be learning behind (laughs) Tony Romo. Yes. (laughs) Can we talk about that? Did you guys hear that? Do it. Yeah, please be real. I'm all for that. You're kidding. I would love it. Seriously. Really? Tony, the only benefit is, Tony is that, you know, Tony Romo does have a good quarterback's mind, and and Goff would be able to learn from him yeah. definitely better than Case Keenum. He's been in the league. I think that's the only benefit. He's been in the league for the past 12, 13 years. The Cowboys have been relevant since he's been starting. It would bring a celebrity to L.A., because let's be honest, there's no one on that Rams team who is a, a superstar, and so I think that ropes in your fringe Cowboys fans, your Rams fans who or maybe not all the way in. This is a, a name that attracts them, and I think it gives them it gives them a, a real quarterback. I mean, what if yeah. we had to give up our first round pick next season? Do we still have <laughs> we our first round pick next season? Not till twenty twenty five. Then give it away. <laughs> we, get, we get good production out of Romo for one year tops. Yeah, yeah, one year tops. I'm, you know what? I'm kind of on board not, too. Not, not a consecutive year either. Yeah. You'd have to <laughs> yeah. sign him for five years to get years. one good yeah. year. Yeah, exactly. I mean, depending on what you'd have to give up to get him, I'm kind of on board too. And and part of the well. Part of the reason is is he's going to free up a little bit more for Todd Gurley because they're going to have to respect the arm of, of Romo a little bit more. It's going to help Todd, Todd Gurley. And um, it's just going to give us more things to root about for him to suck to, to bring in Goff next year or the year after that. So, yeah, bring him in. Like Eric said, he's a name. Bring yeah. him. Who cares? Romosexuals unite. Like this, uh. Yeah. <laughs> Romo-sexual. Oh, man. All right. That's enough Romo. (laughs) Well, NFL.com power rankings are out, and the Rams have dropped down to 20. Actually, that was down and then up 
and then down, back down to Terminator. <laughs> Wait, are you talking about Eric <laughs> in the galaxy? Or are you talking uh, and I'm bipolar? <laughs> yeah. Raiders are at 11. ESPN has the Rams at 27 and the Raiders at 11. So we'll go with NFL.com. So Rams at 20, 20 in the power yeah. rankings. Yep. All right. As long as we're talking Raiders, Ben, this is your 30 seconds to gloat about how great they look. What are all the Canadian Raiders fans saying up there? <laughs> They were watching the something other than football. Um, but anyway, it was the, the Raiders won as they were expected to this week. And so what I was looking at was sort of the remaining schedule. And what I was kind of going off was who has got really good coaches and then, you know, what was their win-loss record going to be for the rest of the season? And so they, the upcoming games is they're playing at Tampa Bay, which I think that they can win. And then they're going to play against the Broncos twice, which I think they're going to lose. They'll lose to the Chiefs, I think, a second time. And then there's a few other wins uh, thrown in there. And so ultimately, I think the Raiders are going to end the season either 10-6 and six or 11-5. and five, And I think they're going to make the playoffs for the first time since 2002, which I'm really excited about, Ooh. which is kind of what I was thinking when the season started. So... Um, you know, they're, they're developing. I still think that they've got some things to fix based on the Chiefs game. And, um, you know, Jack Del Rio is making the Raiders head in the right direction. So I'm really excited about the rest of this season. Well, that must feel great. Yeah. <laughs> There's no talk of Tony Romo going yeah. to your team, so that's exciting. No, no, we, have, we have a franchise quarterback, and I think we've got our coach, and we've got our GM. And you got a running and game. And we've got an owner that's not meddling. So uh, it's, it hasn't looked as good for the Raiders in years. That's so un-Raiders. Yeah. How's the CFL up there? I think I might become a, a Canadian football league. <laughs> There's a lot of passing. Yeah, Their field oh, is wider, man. isn't it? I think it's wider. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> We're not talking about the CFL, guys. Let's that's move on before listen, guys, that continues. Use. Guys in short CFL pod. <laughs> oh, the 2016-17 NBA season has begun, gentlemen. It's Switch. showtime. Is it showtime? Yeah, kind Are of. Are these yeah, Lakers capable of showtime? It's baby showtime. It's, <laughs> it's, not, it's not no time. I feel like it's showtime. somewhere between. Showtime junior. Oh, well, let's talk about the state of the Lakers. Coming off the worst record in franchise history last season at 17-65, and 65. What's happened since then to right the ship? Vic? They got a coach. Oh, Ooh. yes, we did. Luke? Yeah. I mean, Luke. they they uh, picked, They got the second pick. They got a, a coach that can relate to his players and I think is going to make a huge difference uh, with this team. And, uh, you know, this team is going to be – they're young. They're athletic. They're going to be fun to watch. Um and I think the second half, I think they're going to struggle in the first half. They're learning a new system. They have a new coach. Uh, like we, like I said, the players are young. Second half of the season, I think they're going to gel a little bit. They're going to surprise some people. And I think they're going to win more games than people are giving them credit for. Yeah, to quote Jeff Fisher, let's go out there and have some fun, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm hearing that a lot. I, I, oh, yeah. He's so relatable. <laughs> I, think, I think this is going to be a fun team. This is the, I think this is a good, team, a good thing that they're so young because they're going to have some freedom, not having having the weight or the expectation mm -hmm. to win. It's year one, AK, after Kobe. So, uh, you know, they they brought in a couple veterans, all the youngsters, the Showtime Junior Lakers. So I, I think it's going to be fun to watch. And hopefully the Laker fans understand, and I think the Laker fans are smart enough to get this, that yeah. this is – not a throwaway year necessarily, but we're going to watch a team develop. This yeah. is the and first okay. real rebuilding year. Yeah. You know what sure. I mean? Um, in so, 20 years, really, yes. Yeah. And uh, I think it's going to be fun. I think these kids are going to have a, a a good time out there. The one thing that worries me is their defense. If they can shore that up, uh, Mozgov. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, the Maz. The Maz, yeah. Defensively is the only thing that scares me. So how did preseason look? I know you were one of the few that actually watched. Uh, fun. I mean... <laughs> There's that word again. Yeah, I don't know how else to, to put it. They're, you know, they're going to be dunking. They're going to be making some no-look passes. And uh, it's a team that's, like I said, still learning. They're not going to make the playoffs. Uh, but uh, they're going to be in, give them a few years, and this team is going to be really good. Chinese Olympian Yi Jianlan. I just wanted to say that name. <laughs> yeah, again. well great. <laughs> okay. So, so we signed him, and he asked to be released the other day. Is that anything to worry about? Does that say anything about the Lakers, or is that nothing? I think that's absolutely nothing. Yi Jianlan. That's. Uh, wasn't he a trampolinist yeah, anyway? He was. <laughs> He's yeah. related to Dong Dong. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason I brought that up, was so Darren could bring up his favorite guy. You know, I, I think it does say something about the Lakers. Uh, I, I think it says the Lakers are on the upswing. Uh, two years ago, if they bring yeah. in this guy, he's on the team. And he's a, a, he's, a key component. And he's a key component yeah. of the team. The Lakers, he, the reason why he asked to leave is because the Lakers weren't giving him any time. They were not giving him any play time. His stats were down. He was playing horrible in this style of basketball. And he saw the writing on the wall. So he asked to be released before he got cut. That's all it is. You can't fire like me. Well, I quit. I like yeah. it. Or exactly. Even, or even worse, he would, have, he would have actually stayed on the team and just would not have got any playing time because he would have been playing behind uh, Larry Nance and Julius Randle in the power forward or Mozgov and Zubiak in the center. And so I just don't think there was a lot of minutes. Even if he made the team, I just don't think he would have been happy. All right. Well, let's talk about our expectations for the season. As I mentioned, coming off the worst record in franchise history at 17-65, and 65, if we win less than that, yeah. what, what are we thinking needs to happen? <laughs> if it's 17 or less, I'm becoming a Clippers fan. Oh, that's I, two years in a and row. I'm becoming that, a Knicks fan. I can't do that. Oh God! Uh, if they if they lose seventeen, you know, if they lose less or win less than seventeen games, they should just change their name to the Clippers. Just swap. At this point. Just swap. Just, yeah. just, just swap. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm thinking if they lose less than seventeen, D'Angelo Russell should move in with Jim Buss until they're actually good again. <laughs> I actually said, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to the Luke Walton speech where he kind of mimics uh, Jeff Fisher, where, you know, our players, they're having fun. <laughs> what would be like the mid range where we'd be kind of happy with it? Well, Hammer? Vegas has the over under on number of wins for the Lakers at 24.5, 24 and a half 24 games. 24 and a half, yeah. And, and Vegas doesn't get rich for nothing. I think that feels like the right number. If they win 25 or more games, that's kind of what the expectation is. So okay. if they win more than that, then that's that's a successful season. Less than 25. And, and actually, you know what's funny is I didn't know that that was Vegas's number, but that's exactly what I thought. And and my thought process was, to me, the talent is exactly the same between last season and this season, and that the only significant difference on the bench is going to be Luke Walton versus Byron Scott, and I felt that he was worth at least seven to eight wins. Yeah, I had. That makes I, sense. I had something similar. I had 17 wins last season. Luke Walton plus a, a more confident Russell plus no Kobe. That's good for 10 more wins. So I'm thinking 27 ish wins. That that's what you're predicting. Yes, 27. Yeah, I was going with 29. I'm going to say they're going to get uh, 12 games better. 
Okay. They I, were, had 20, I had 24 to 25. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Got a big one. That, that sounds like Ben. <laughs> I, that's 24 and a half. I had around 21. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of lowballed kind of low it. That's, so. a, that's <laughs> definitely a hate couch answer. There you yeah. go. In true rainbows and butterflies fashion, I got them doubling up at 34. Wow, look at you. <laughs> oh, we're going to go are on a tear. Unicorns, yeah. You know what's sad is even if they doubled their wins from last year, yeah, if, <laughs> the, the Rockets won 41 games and were the number eight uh, you know, team in the West. So they still would not make the playoffs if it you know, holds, holds true to last year. Okay, well let's let's play fantasy land here for a second and say they win more than that. Like more than expected. Like what are what are we thinking? So like if they make the playoffs? Yeah, I sure. Think if the Lakers make the playoffs, you need to turn off your Xbox and go play outside. <laughs> you're obviously playing NK, in NBA 2K16. You're not, you're not living on this planet. If they make the playoffs, I think Luke Walton should get an all-expense paid weekend with Lamar Odom. <laughs> wow. Oh, we want wow. him back. Yeah. <laughs> Alive. Well, yeah. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll send some, We'll send bodyguards. Yeah, there. Lamar's built up what Chaperones. we call... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Threshold. We, yeah. we, we could, yeah, exactly. We could, just, we could just hook him up with Khloe Kardashian. Oh, there we go. Power oh, couple. Wow. No, oh, jeez. No, no, no. no, you know that what happens when right anyone there. dates yeah. a Kardashian? Even Khloe. Those are just players. Even your beloved Khloe. Yeah, that, that's that's the end of, uh, of want, Luke right there. That's worse than going on a all-paid bender with uh, Lamar Odom <laughs> yeah, ending up with Khloe. But with that being said, if, if Luke Walton does something miraculous where he can double this team's win total, oh, I think... Geez. You need to lock them down for the next yeah. 20 years. Yeah, that's no, so, making yeah, chicken salad out of chicken shit. That's, you know, yeah, good yeah. stuff. I'm two for two with shit references. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. I came ready. Well done. <laughs> What's your level of like a good season? Like you would be ecstatic if they got to this number of wins. Ecstatic? Yeah. If they could get to, I would say 35 wins, I would be ecstatic. So right about Doubling what up. I yeah. Well, yeah. Doubling yeah. up. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's that's that, an amazing I'd, turnaround. I'd be ecstatic with yeah, that. Yeah, I just want to sure. mention they still have Meta World Peace on the team, so let's. Uh, yeah, well, see, he, hasn't, you know. he hasn't quite made the team yet. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they cut. They made the rosters. Yeah, 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 I think yeah he he did. There. Oh, did they? Yeah. I must have missed it. Okay, yeah, they, it's, they're not covering that in British Columbia up there. No, <laughs> I think that I love that he's there. You know, he's a veteran oh, yeah. presence on this young team, and they're paying him they next to nothing. That. Yeah, yeah. Why he's got not? a good work ethic. Yeah, he's a good. Yeah, he's good. He's good yeah. for the team. Well, it's the beginning of a new season, and you know what that means. Here at Guys in Shorts, our favorite thing <laughs> to do is make bold predictions. That's that right. Are, I feel like we're around 50-50. <laughs> maybe, maybe a little below. 50/50. Yeah, we're, we're well. Then we're not bold enough. I, not bold enough. <laughs> we need to be like ninety percent wrong. <laughs> All right. We're supposed to be bold then, predictions. Then I'm, I'm getting bold. Yeah. I like I'll, it. I'll start it off. Should <laughs> I start it, it off with something bold? <laughs> yes. You guys ready for this? How does this sound? D'Angelo Russell, all-star. Nice. Wow. That nice. is bold. That is oh, bold. He's going to lead this team, and people are going to notice. Yeah. They're no, I, pay I, I honestly— he's I, going to the game. Honestly, I would not be too surprised by that. Really? Wow. Yeah. I, I, I think, think he's going to go off. scrape in there at like, you yeah. know, the bottom of the barrel, but someone I, I gets someone gets injured or, and goes as an alternate. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. yeah, that's still technically an <laughs> all-star. Yeah. Somehow, yeah. somehow yeah. or another, but he he's going to go off. His way in he there. is going to go off. I, I, I think, think he's going to go off this year. If he is going to be the superstar that the Lakers want him to be, this is the year where with no Kobe around, he makes this team his. Yep. And I, one of my bold predictions is I have him scoring 40 points in a game. 
Nice. I think, I think he has one game where he just catches fire from three and just keeps scoring. I think he, he hits 40-plus in a game this season. Nice. I like that. I like that. Vic, nice. you got a bold prediction for us? Um, I do. I'm going to make a, a prediction that uh, Julius Randle and either Jordan Clarkson or Lou Williams is going to get traded and Boogie Cousins is coming to the Ooh, Lakers. That's what I'm They've been happen. talking about that for a while. Right? Uh, Boogie, trying to get Boogie trying Cousins. to get Boogie Cousins, yeah. yeah, over here, yeah. It's been different players every time, but I, I think, uh, I think Julius Randle has the lowest ceiling as far as becoming a superstar. I mean, don't get me wrong, I like the kid, and if he actually learns to just play defense, rebound, we don't need him to score a million points. I don't think so. We've talked about how the Lakers aren't the Lakers anymore, and and superstars won't come to the Lakers. Do you think by the end of the season we start to turn that around? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. And I think Boogie Cousins is the type of guy, because he's a star, but he has so much drama around him that he's not like the big marquee name. Yeah. He's just, he's kind of the Goldilocks, not too cold, not too warm. He seems like just the right fit You're for the Lakers dad. right now. <laughs> You're such a dad. But that was one of mine is the mid-season we acquire a name like a, a Boogie Cousins, or I was even thinking like a Blake Griffin, if the Clippers experiment. Possible. Yeah falls through that we pick up someone mid-season. I like these bold predictions. These are good. Ben, what do you got for us? I think the Lakers are going to be goose pillow soft. Oh, <laughs> goose pillow pillow soft. There he is, ben. folks. <laughs> oh, you are the worst at bold predictions. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Why do you think they're going to be Charmin soft? Because I think that they're going to be three-point centric. I think that they're going to try to play the offense that the Golden State Warriors play, and they're just not—they don't have as good of players. And so I think that they're going to be not as good on offense, and I think they're going to be worse on defense. They're going to be the Hydrox Golden State Warriors to the. Warriors. So is is this a knock? Can you on imagine Ben when he's like sixty-five? Oh, it's. <laughs> I, I don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about it. I'm going to have to come up with a reason to not be friends with him by then. Be bad, Grandpa. My rainbows and butterflies couldn't even combat that. Ben, is this a knock on Luke Walton coming from Golden State? No, I mean, it is and it isn't. So, I mean, uh, Byron Scott was kind of known as a defensive Pat Riley kind of guy, and they couldn't play defense when he was there. And Luke Walton is coming in, and he played under Phil Jackson, who – you know, was more about offense than he was about defense, and he's played uh, and he coached under uh, Steve Kerr, which it was all offense and no defense. So defensively, I just don't know what his identity is going to be, and I don't know if the Lakers have got the athletes to contend uh, for a playoff spot in the next couple of years because I just don't think that they've got the guys. Oh yeah, you know what? I would hate to have to be. Uh, coached by Phil Jackson, the guy that won how many rings? <laughs> and well, then Steve Kerr, rings. the guy who won his first year playing. I mean, that's just, wow. Why <laughs> would I want that? focused on the offensive side of the ball. He didn't focus on the defense. And they won! The <laughs> but I but think... for the Lakers to contend now, they have to learn to play defense. And those old school Lakers teams, they knew how to play defense Again, because they 65. had players. I think the, this is the way the league is going, though. Totally. I don't, I don't think... It's totally going that way. Centers are practically right. useless. I think they just have to... This is where the league is going, and they're going to play that style just like everyone else is. Hammer, you got another bold prediction for the us? The Lakers will beat the Warriors and the Cavs this season. Ooh. They, well, we beat the Warriors last that's season. What, that's yeah. what I'm saying. And they play them actually three times in November. Okay. So there's no nice. way they can't they can't beat us all oh, three times nice. in the yeah. same nice. month. That, that's that's a little bit brutal. And then the Cavs, they have them away in December and then at home uh, in March. So I think at that point of the season, we might be seeing 
some you know I like some it. clicking I and like some, it. some chemistry with the Lakers and the Cavs may be resting guys and we may may surprise them. So I say we can beat. we spice it up a little more and throw San Antonio in there. Oh, we'll definitely beat San Antonio. I love it. <laughs> I love it. The trifecta. Oh. All right, I got I got one more, one more. I say Nick Young is going to have a career year in all three major stats: points, rebounds, and assists. Oh, I thought the third one was Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and that's all bold. Right. All right, <laughs> that, is, that is bold. Is his career year? Gonna I don't be know impressive? what his stats are. Yeah. I don't know what his stats are, but it's going to be his best year ever. <laughs> I got one more too, Jeff. All right, what do we got? So I think that we're going to discover that two of the four kids are going to be fool's gold this year. Ben, which, <laughs> which two? You're such a, uh, I'm, I, you're I'm such a downer. You I, think, I think it's going to be D'Angelo Russell, and I think it's going to be Ingram. Wow. I miss, what? I miss hate couch Ben. <laughs> <laughs> he was much more pleasant and positive. Yeah, but this is also the same guy that said Kershaw was going to have the worst year of his career. That so. is true. Actually, that's good news. <laughs> that is good that news. Is you have good to remember news. that Kershaw was out for two months with an injury, so he didn't have the best year. Oh, my God. Really? <laughs> oh my don't, God. don't even bet. I'm, I'm holding Vic back from the phone. <laughs> All right. Uh, real quick, before we uh, take a break. Who do we think's winning the championship this year? Cavaliers. Golden State. Yeah. Golden State. I I don't want to say it, but it's Golden State. Yeah. Golden State. Yeah. Really? Golden Dude, they, State they is have, too soft. They have worked Kevin Durant into that lineup like you can't believe. Like it they're just I mean, it's scary. It's pretty they scary. They got better, but they got yeah. better at what they did good and where they need to get better, they got worse. So no, they're not going to win the championship this year. <laughs> so they're softer. <laughs> yes. They can shoot threes better, but they're softer. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. We got to take a break. But when we come back, we'll talk some Clippers, UCLA, Kings, and Galaxy right after this. Everyone knows the only thing better than real sports is pretend ones. Think you know better than the guys in shorts? Well, now's your chance to prove it in the weekly Guys in Shorts Fantasy Football Challenge. Each week of the football season is another opportunity to beat the guys at their own game. All you do is set your lineup and then watch football. And really, you don't even need to watch football. But I don't know why you wouldn't. That's the best part. Only $5 to enter. Sign up by contacting us on Twitter, Facebook, or at guysandshorts.com. We are back. Guys, actually, first, before we continue with the news, I do want to apologize for not having beer and making you drink old hard ginger ale. I don't know what this was. Expired. This show sponsored yeah. by yeah, uh, let's not. Yeah. Hard Henry's Hard... Can we do an anti-sponsor? Can we say, hey. PSA, do not drink <laughs> hard, hard ginger ale? I don't know about you guys, but I'm drinking over here. Yeah. yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> where are you, Ben? I am in a conference room where I had meetings earlier today okay. because it's quiet and I'm able to drink and steal their Wi-Fi. Nice. nice. Well All done. Right. Well done. Dang it. I, I was hoping we were racking up a bunch of international charges on your phone. <laughs> Shoot. All right. Let's talk some Clippers. We got we to gotta address, of course, the Clippers because they are also an L.A. team that there are certain people that care about. Vic. <laughs> <laughs> Said with such enthusiasm. <laughs> there you I, go, Clipper I fans. Uh, <laughs> Have your bottle and enjoy it. The fact that we're giving them a few minutes. <laughs> They're going to win 55 games this year and make the playoffs, and we're only going to talk two minutes about them. <laughs> <laughs> they win 17, and we talk 10 minutes about them. Are the Clippers going to improve on last year? You know, actually, I do think they have. They got a little bit better. 
Really? Yeah, I think that I think that they upgraded on their bench. You know, they brought in Maurice Speets and uh, Brandon Bass and a couple of other guys. I like that um, pickup. Yeah, those are those are those are two solid pickups. The only question they really have right now is they're starting small forward, um, and that's you know that's going to be a hole because when Wesley Johnson is in talks of being your starting small small forward, you got some problems. Um, and you know, if there was ever a year that the Clippers are gonna win. We say it, this every we year. We say this every, but this is but this is for a different reason because I don't think that they have the team to win it this year. But who's it? Chris Paul, JJ Redick, and um, Griffin. Their th- contracts are up. 2017, 2018. Oh. So who knows if this team's coming back together? Who knows if they're going to get the band back together? Uh, I think that's one of the reasons why you know Griffin actually might be traded away. I think if they don't do anything good this year, then I think you have to. Yeah. The, the experiment has run its course. Right. And it hasn't worked for the most part. So so that, I think, is kind of a good thing that those contracts are coming up because it kind of forces their move. Because right. the, I, I agree with you. I think they did get a little bit better, but with you know San Antonio still going to be strong, Golden State is obviously the favorite. So I, I just don't know that they have enough yeah, I don't think so. Which is, it, it's too bad because you've seen them suffer. But then again, it's been the year. Portugal won the Euro. <laughs> oh my gosh. The Cavs won last year. He's worked it in. Jeez. Uh, so maybe it's, the year, maybe it's the Clippers' turn. Who it's, knows? It's, it's, you know, the year of the underdog. They've played together long enough. And, uh, you know, who, anything can happen. I just don't think they have the horses to win in the West. Yeah. Well, there you let go. Let alone the NBA championship. Yeah. All right, that's plenty. Moving on. <laughs> that's, really, that's really it. Wow. That is, USC that is was on a bye week this week, but we still have your favorite segment, <laughs> USC fans talking UCLA football. Exciting, exciting stuff. So Hammer, I, what do we got? I had mixed feelings coming into the game, like I mentioned, because I obviously do not want to see UCLA win, but they were playing... <laughs> <laughs> but they were playing Utah, and a win against Utah would really do USC some favors. So US UCLA actually showed up, and they put 45 points up this week. What? Which was impressive. Oh. But the downside is Utah put up 52 points. Wow. So they lost 52 <laughs> wow. to 45. They, they got off to a rough start. Uh, Utah scored on the opening kickoff, a 99-yard return in the first 12 seconds. Uh, and then when they got the ball back, they had a four-play, 59-yard drive to go up 14 Zero. So did you Utah, say, did you say they had foreplay? <laughs> a four. Yeah, oh, I guess, I guess oh. technically I did say those words. Yes, but a foreplay fifty-nine yard drive. Well, it still doesn't work. <laughs> anyway, Utah only had the ball for two minutes, and they were able to score twice. So that's wow. a yeah. To have, have that foreplay happen in two minutes and still <laughs> score twice they is need impressive. To work on that. That's yeah. impressive. Oh, yeah. But you say like fought back. They they um, Mike Faffle Faffle. Whatever you want to say, <laughs> I think I called him Fawful last week because I played with my joke that he wasn't that awful. But I think it's Faithful is how you pronounce the name. But he 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 uh, he led them to actually take the lead. So they actually were up twenty one right. fourteen by the end of the the first quarter. He threw for four hundred and sixty four yards and five TDs, which sounds great until you read that little line underneath where it says that he he threw four interceptions. So that's. Obviously not going to do you any favors when you throw four interceptions. The run game is still their fatal flaw. They had the pass game going. They had five TDs. They were flying in the air, but they only had 46 total rushing yards, and that's just not – it's just not good enough, especially when you look on the other side and compare with the Utah running back, Joe Williams. He ran for 332 yards. 
Wow. wow. One person ran wow. for all wow. desserts. So they just Jeez. ran right He must down. have been tired. Yeah, exactly. I don't think I could run <laughs> 332 yards un- untouched <laughs> just for fun. So, And the crazy thing is he actually quit the football team last month. Wow. But, with, but with injuries and, and depth issues, he actually came back. And the last two games, he's put crazy, crazy numbers. So, so that's UCLA. They finally got something going this week, and it still wasn't good enough because their defense let them down. And when you allow over 300 yards rushing by one person and you can't get more than 50 yards rushing, you're, you're not going to win a lot of games. And the fact that they were in it was actually somewhat impressive. So so maybe there's something there, but but I, I just think that they're they're in bad shape. So oh. the bye t- week came at a good time. They actually don't play this weekend because uh, the, after that they're going to go away to Colorado, and Colorado has a tough defense. It's they're not gonna they're not gonna allow all those points right. uh, for UCLA to get it going. So uh, UCLA might be able to eke one out against Colorado. It's it's not really going to matter for USC or not, but but I doubt it. I think. UCLA is, has some major question marks with with Rosen still questionable that he warmed up but he didn't play the game but uh, things don't look good for UCLA right now they just oh, don't, they don't have which means things look good for you right <laughs> <laughs> makes me happy there you go I love watching you struggle all right moving on we got Kings they're in full swing the Kings yeah they actually uh, won another game tonight. Game Did over. they win tonight? Yeah, they won tonight. Yeah. All right. Nice. Yeah. We had a bet on the King's show, which, by the way, plug, tune into the King's show, guys in shorts. Uh, we had a bet on the records that they'd have over the last few games. And so Jordan and I get free beer from James and Dennis. Nice. There you go. Nice. We predicted they'd win. They'd take two of the three. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So, so what's their record right now? They are... Three and three. I think okay. they have six points. So, th- so they made up for the rough, the rough start, the over yeah. yeah. start. Yeah. The, well, the only bad thing though is all these wins are coming in overtime, and hockey has a weird point oh, system. The, yeah, they don't get full points. Well, they get the the winning team gets two points, but the losing team gets one point. So, especially if you're playing in conference teams, it's not really you're still giving them a point. So you know uh, it's 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 yeah it's it's weird. But at least they're winning. They're not losing. They lost uh, to another starting uh, goalie. To a growing injury, so they're down. They're down to the third string guy, and they called up the guy from the AHL, uh, AHA. I think it's AHA, AHA. I forget what it is. Um, from the uh, minor leagues to back him up. So wow, to get these wins with backup goalies, yeah, they're doing. They're doing pretty good. I mean, they they still they still need time to gel, but uh, at least they're on the upswing right now. All right. Well, if you want to hear more Kings, we got the Kings show that'll be coming out on Thursday morning. So be sure to check that out. I think that's everything, right, guys? That's it. That's right. I right? have one more. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Our last hope. Our only hope at a championship in 2016. Uh, no, there already <laughs> was a championship in 2016. The LA Sparks, baby. Oh, WNBA! Sparks Nation, rise wow. up! Wow. <laughs> How did that we just miss that? How did that I miss happened. that? <laughs> We absolutely have to <laughs> apologies say to all the Sparks fans out there <laughs> that listen to our podcast. Oh boy! Yes, Anyways, go ahead, Galaxy. To the LA Sparks. Very exciting. Anybody see any of the games? Or no. Have anything no, to say? No. All right. I, Galaxy. I saw, I saw the highlights and that. I was saw it. Diana Taurasi in Venice this past weekend. Oh, actually, that was a real thing. I That's cool. Yeah. Very cool. It's about as close to the NBA as I get. Is Lisa Leslie still on the team? <laughs> no. no. Even okay. I know that. All right. She's on your team. 
<laughs> All right, to the galaxy. Ben, you'll be excited to know that we had our last regular regular season game. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> the Canadians are happy at that. So uh, the big news prior to the game, the Galaxy announced their season awards, their player of the year awards. Their player of the year was Giovanni Dos Santos. There was a fan vote in uh, kind of the circles that I run with on Twitter. Uh, there was a push for Yella Van Dam to get player of the year, but you really can't get mad that Giovanni Dos Santos won it. Uh, it's hard to argue against him. He had 14 goals, 12 assists, and 28 appearances. So he was he was definitely the star player on the Galaxy this season. Uh, they gave out a Defender of the Year award to Yella Van Dam. So that's kind of the easier pill to swallow. If Yella Van Dam can't be the player of the year all around, he at least got Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, and the fact that they have a Defender of the Year award kind of implies that they know the player of the year award yeah. isn't going to be gonna a defensive be, yeah, guy, yeah. most likely. So um, so that was a good thing. So he held the defense. They had a plus 15 goal differential, which is the second best in MLS, and they allowed the third fewest goals in the league. So he was an absolute beast on defense. Uh, yeah, he, I didn't, he is amazing. Yeah, He's I, really good. I, prior to the season, I knew that it was he had the pedigree because of where he came from, but I, I didn't know what to expect. But right. actually watching his leadership and his – uh, aggress- aggression and uh, the playmaking ability, his touch on the ball is really good. So, so I'm really happy with with how he's done this year. And then the last award was the humanitarian of the year, which they give to Giassi Zardes. They recognize them for uh, building some soccer fields in his hometown of Hawthorne. Uh, you know, he's given out some scholarships. He hosts some clinics, and he truly is one of the real good guys out there. I've, I've yeah, met you get him. that feeling from yeah, him. Yeah, I've man. met him uh, before at the mall. Him and his wife and his kid, and just a very humble guy. Very, yeah, very yeah. easygoing. Uh, on the show Backstage Galaxy, which they show the channel that they showed the Galaxy on, they showed him showing, doing one of the clinics, and he gave shoes out to the players. And there was one one uh, kid who who said he didn't get shoes. Giassi asked him what size you wear. He said I wear a ten and a half, and Jesse said I wear a ten and a half. And he literally gave him the shoes. That's off his feet. nice. So that, cool. that's, that's that, awesome. That's who you want being the humanitarian of the year. So I'm talking a lot about things outside of the game. Because when we actually get to the game, it, it was a snooze fest. It was a, a zero zero tie. I'm going to spare you. <laughs> ben, did we lose you? And, which, which is perfect for the season. You lost me when you said galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> so the lineup they started was a rest lineup that you didn't see Giovanni Dos Santos, Ashley Cole, or the two old Muppets of Robbie Keane and Steven <laughs> Gerrard. Uh, yeah, they were they're arresting those guys in preparation for for the playoffs. You saw Landon Donovan get another start, as well as Raul, Raul Mendiola, who I really like. I think they can, he can give them a spark come playoff time. So with the rested lineup and a tie would be enough for FC Dallas to win the Supporters Shield. I, I kind of knew I was in for a snooze fest, and it, and it was. So I'm not going to even try to tell you that there were highlights uh, because it just ended zero zero. It was about as exciting as the Seahawks Cardinals game. <laughs> from from oh, Sunday night. Another, yeah, that was, that another was, great time. Yeah. So I wanted to make fun of the fact that they had all the games kicking off simultaneously, but it actually made the made the game more endurable, especially since it wasn't really an exciting game that the Galaxy <laughs> was playing, because they kept having these updates, the goals coming in and okay. standings changing. So it was actually kind of uh, kind of all fun right. to watch. And right, as, right. as much fun as I wanted to make fun of it, it did make the game <laughs> <laughs> kind of endurable. So uh, when all was said and done, by the end of Sunday, uh, the Galaxy 
is going to face Real Salt Lake in their first playoff game. So the way it worked out, it looked like they were going to play Sporting Kansas City, but Sporting Kansas City got a win. Seattle beat Real Salt Lake, so the four through six spots kind of shifted. So the Galaxy had third spot locked up, so nothing was going to change there. So they were going to play the sixth seed, and Salt Lake dropped to sixth place. So they're going to get a team who's fallen into that spot, so I think that's a good thing. So they're going to actually face them on Wednesday night. Uh, If you're listening to this on Wednesday and tonight they play at 7:30 and they're hosting the playoff game. So their history with Real Salt Lake this season, they've won the series, they won the game at home and they tied the game away. The uh, most recent away game kind of was felt like a playoff environment. Both teams were playing real exciting ball, so so I think it's going to be a good game, but I think the Galaxy is going to win it. All right. Ha- having the old home field advantage yeah, and, and having the history against Real Salt Lake. The last time they played him in the playoffs, they actually beat them 5-0 at home. I'll take wow. that. Yeah, one of Landon Donovan's most memorable playoff goals that I remember yeah. was from that game. So yeah. so I think they're going to win that game, and then they'll go away. Well, they'll, they'll still play a game because they do aggregate, and we'll talk about that if they go through. But they'll they'll draw Colorado if they win, which I think is a good a good yeah, draw for them. Yeah. So, so we'll see how it goes. Playoff time. Woo! We'll, we'll see nice. where we go. That's all we got? That's all we got. Well, <laughs> well, hopefully we'll have more. Hopefully this was not my last. Yes, hopefully it's yeah. not the last. Ben, <laughs> would you agree? No. <laughs> <laughs> Your newest Real Salt Lake fan. All right. Well, that is plenty of show, I'd have to say. We got to get out of here. We are Guys in Shorts Sports. Follow us on Twitter at Guys in Shorts LA. Uh, find us on Facebook. Visit the website, guysinshorts.com. A big thanks to Cliff Hart for his voicemail. If you would like to leave a voicemail for us, give us a call at 562-450-3356. Also, the FanDuel League. Shout out to Chessie Rivas. Don't say it. Don't say it. Who once again, this is the third I week think in a row geez. he's won. I think he's AI. I think he's artificial intelligence. <laughs> I, I think he is, too. need to shut him down. He, he must be. He won this week with 166 points. It's pretty good. Nice. Yeah. Keith was in second with 149, and Darren Bass. Oh, yeah. I pulled out a 12th. Third place. <laughs> no, you actually stepped it up from last go. place last week all the way to third. Well, preparation right there, guys. Yes. You still didn't win anything. Yeah, wait out. <laughs> I just gave away my money. Wait out fun out there. I hope the Lakers improve <laughs> like you did. Fun out there. I like it. Review, subscribe, share the show, all that good stuff. Don't buy Mike's hard uh, ginger ale. Don't even say the name. Oh, it's bad. Yeah. It's bad. Buy light beer. Generic light beer. It'll be <laughs> we much happier. we got to get out of here. For Victor Costello, Darren Besa, Eric the Portuguese Hammer, and Ben Garcia from Canada, I am Jeff Wilson, and we'll see you guys next week. That's what it's a boot. Yeah. <laughs>